Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Zwei Ales und Hockey Tales mit Volley. <laughs> and today I am so excited to have on a Zwei und year alt, a 32-year-old from Hellbronn, Deutschland, Germany, folks. His hockey journey has taken him to Germany and wherever Team Germany took him. He came up in the old honey hole, Beatingheim, and the powerhouse Ad Young Adler Mannheim program, where he became a DNL champion. And made Team Germany for the under-oxen squad, the under-18s. And then broke into pro and probably still couldn't grow a mustache because he made Team Germany for the under-20s twice. While playing for the Hellbronner Falcons, the old honey hole. He mucked around Krimichau and Frankfurt before we met in Biedingheim and then Hellbronn together. When I was asked to kindly leave Germany forever, he looked like he nearly won it all with those Biedingheim Steelers the next season. But he is best known as a legend and Deutsche Meister with the Castle Huskies. He is now in his 10th season with those Huskies and just played his 500th Spiel. That's a game, folks. And they won her all in 15-16. They will retire his tricket or jersey when he's done running amok. And Fear and Fierzik will be up in the rafters. Welcome to my shed, Marco Mueller. <laughs> Guten Abend from Germany. <laughs> hey, wie geht's heute? Sehr gut. Yeah, uh, Sehr nicht, gut. Nicht sehen du since 2013, oder? That's right. Haven't seen you since 2013. That's a long time, man. Yeah, and now you're back home and working. Yeah. <laughs> Feel our bite. <laughs> um, yes, I uh, back in Canada, I guess after I left Helbron, uh, I never have been back to Germany since. And it's kind of weird. Actually, I did go back for the BG to check out my knee. Uh, other than that, though, I haven't been back. I haven't seen the boys, you know. I think you're missing a German beer. Huh? It's way better than Canadian beer, man. Beer, well, other than my beer sponsor, which I can't drink again today because it's a work day, but Grey Matter <laughs> Beer here in Concord, and thanks for the free beer. I hope to book someone in North America soon so I can drink some of them, right? <laughs> so yeah, seriously, in town here, they give me free beer while I talk to my friends. That's pretty cool, eh? <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So I get into how we know each other. Um, I guess the, whole, first, the, the real year we actually played a full year together was... Halbron, right? 2012-13. Right. You didn't recognize me uh, when I was playing the four games with BD Camp. No, I recognized you. <laughs> um, I knew you were there, but that was the year I got hurt. I had my hernia. Um, I don't know if I was hurt when you played those four games or it was right around then, right? It was near the end of the year. It was around that, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, the last games I ever played for Beatingheim was when I had my hernia surgery. 
right? Anywho, um, but it's interesting how shed guys know shed guys because you had played in Hellbron, and then when you were coming to Beatingheim, PJ Fenton was just over the moon, so excited that Marco was joining the squad, and he said, "This puppy is what hockey needs." And look at you go now, eh? Yeah, still in it. <laughs> still doing it. <laughs> um, but if my uh, research team is correct, then um, we would have played against each other my first year in Beatingheim when you were just a rookie in Hellbron, and we would have put you out of the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. That's right, with Lanzo, right? No, Beatingheim. Beatingheim. Or no, Beatingheim. We didn't know Lanzo put out Hellbron, so I didn't play you with Beatingheim in the playoffs, right? That would have been too big of a playoff series. You get the derby game going, eh? Yeah, that's right. So I guess we didn't play against each other in the playoffs, but we did play against each other those two years, right? Other way we know each other, um, I had like the best dog in the world, Beckham, in Hellbron, and then you got a puppy that same year, and our dogs were buddies, right? <laughs> That's right, running around in the locker room. Yeah, <laughs> that was her <laughs> fun days, eh? I think Germany's like kind of, I'm sure other teams do it around the world, but Germany really embraces dogs in the room, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Same like this year. All my teammates have no dogs. Does your and dog guys come in the cabina? Oh, there is no dog anymore here. You don't have your dog he, anymore? No, he passed away in the summer. Oh, sorry, dude. That sucks. That's, but he enjoyed the hockey life. Yeah. He knows the locker rooms. He knows he knew the boys. Exactly. And I think he had a lot of fun there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, in Beatingheim, and it would have been when you played those four games, and uh, they brought in the new coach, and Beckham was allowed in the room, and he would come. We'd walk to the practice in the morning, He'd hang out with all the boys while they ate their breakfast and beg for all their food and get some. And then we'd go out, muck it up and practice. And then I remember every time I'd come off the ice, as soon as he'd see me come off the ice, he would just start doing hot laps around the room because yeah. he was so excited. He was waiting for you all the time. <laughs> he was, yeah. What a dog. Um, and yeah, he, he actually, uh, we couldn't take him to Cardiff my last two seasons, but uh, he did hang in there until we got back and uh, got to spend a couple months with him until he passed. And what a life that dog got to live, man. You know, traveling the world. Good stuff, right? And a good life in Germany, yeah? Yeah. Dogs live a way better life in Germany, man. I don't think, I've never talked about it on here. Dogs get to come out to eat with you. When I was playing in Lansuit, Beckham would come to the bar with us and sit in the booth while we we're crushing beers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> After the game, we'd go home and get our dog and then hit the town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good stuff, right? Um, so, other ways we know each other is that year in Hellbron, all the puppies became legends, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Huh? It's crazy. Crazy. Right? So, guys, so Carlos, he he wasn't in Beatingheim when you were there, but uh, Mark Whitfoth just got his jersey retired last weekend. Yeah, I had a lot of games against him. Yeah, yeah he liked to muck it up <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, that German hockey world is a small one, though. Eh? Like, it is the same guys year after year, and you just keep battling, eh? <laughs> yeah, for example, like, I'm now for my 10th season in Kassel. You know each other. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much everyone. Yeah, so you know, and what guy, everything an, does and every, how everybody plays and what their tendencies so are, yeah. <laughs> if another guy is staying a long time at a different club, so you yeah. know him. <laughs> well, and like, so that team, 
we got Mapesy is your first cousin and a former, he was in the shed episode, I think 161 and you guys are first cousins and you're both going to have your jerseys retired someday. Just so you know, 500 games on a team, 10 years, Deutsche Meister guaranteed. And then Mapesy in Hellbrown, that guy never left other than he came to castle with you for a year. eh? Yeah, that's right. He was in castle and also played in the German show. And oh, then he right, went, the DL, yeah. the German show. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went back to Alfram. Yeah, he's been there a long time, eh? So it kind of sucks you guys don't get to play together anymore, eh? Yeah, kind of. But on the other side, there's no big trash talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I loved the puppies that year in Hellbrunn. Um, I remember going out for some kebabs with you guys, some donair kebabs. You love the food, yeah. That's right. That's why they asked me to kindly leave. I love the food too much and the beer. <laughs> yeah, hard to contain yourself in Germany, right? Um, but anyways, um, what I guess I got to bring it up. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I kind of want to just have. I've started doing this because I wanted to have fun and see my friends. But last weekend started out. I was as excited as I could be for hockey. Um you were playing your 500th game and I knew they were going to have a thing for you. Carlos was getting his Jersey retired. Um, I got sent a picture of a fella that had a stroke that I've been raising money for. And I have a raffle up right now at aleshockeytails.com. Um, and it's a Sheffield Steelers signed t-shirt. And he sent me a picture at the game in Sheffield wearing my Jersey. And, uh, um, then the incident happened in the UK and it's been a tough few days, man. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of friends in that game. Even the ref, I had a lot of fans that are friends in the crowd since doing this. And it's all just been a lot, you know? Yeah. That's a really hard thing. It is. And the worst yeah, part it's... about it is the shit I've like, I usually stay in my little pocket on social media and it's all positive and it's all hockey guys. And it's, it's what I want in my life. And I stay in my pocket and I did kept hearing about shit. They were saying about this Matt Petgrave that I've heard is a great guy that battles hard and is the type of guy that would go out giver and then want to have a beer with the other team after. And the shit people are writing about him on the internet, man, I can't, it makes me sick to my stomach and it's people that don't know anything about hockey. It's people that don't understand how fast it's all happening. And I mean, the guy bumps into someone, toe picks, and his foot comes up because he has a little toe pick because he bumps into someone. And the shit people are saying about that guy, man, is so disgusting. Um, it's hard to even talk about, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's really odd. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, my thoughts are with everybody in the UK. And I'm here if anybody needs me. And, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of tough messages to read and, uh, I, I'm with everybody over there and I'm so sorry for your loss to his family and to everybody that had to witness that shit. Right. So let's get back on track. Right. Okay. If you right? say it. Yeah. Um, other legends from Hellbron. Christian Billich, it will have his jersey retired in Freiburg, right beside Carlos, eh? Yeah. Cool stuff. Right? Just yeah, so you know, Marco, I think when all my puppies are done running their mucks, 
I will have the most teammates in the world with retired jerseys. And I'm not joking. And anybody can challenge me on that. And when you will come back to Germany, you will have the best parties like in every arena here. <laughs> yeah. um, it's pretty cool that uh, you guys all did that. Good job. <laughs> um, one of my other favorite uh, puppies that year, though, he stopped early. I called him Igor, Igor Larionov, because he played like him. Um, and that was, uh, oh, what was his name again? Little Philo. Igor. Huh? Philo, Philobok. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Igor Philobok. <laughs> no, not Igor Larionov. I called him Igor, but it was the little fellow that played for uh, – for Mannheim with he was on the same contract like with Galki and uh Kurth. Well oh, the little centerman guy. Come on. I, I thought you you mean our friend Igor Philobok. No, no. Maybe uh, maybe you get maybe you get him to, into the channel here. That would be nice. Yeah. Um I actually I'm hoping tomorrow to have on a referee that uh Brad Burham called um the the David Beckham of refereeing, you know? Polo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that'll be fun. And I like uh, when people shed guys refer shed guys because shed guys know shed guys. And I like to have the good people on in the game. And um, I thought uh, Rico knew how to recruit a team. I thought we had a really good team in Hellbron, good people. Um, we just never put it together, you know? Yeah, you're right. But all the years we made it to the playoffs, right? Yeah, made it to the yeah we did. Yeah. Got put out first round though. Don't like that stuff, right? <laughs> um, I got it written down here. Um, I don't know where you were living in Hellbron, but I lived in that place where like all the players lived. Do you remember there was a street from our apartments to the rink that you'd drive by the hookers? <laughs> yeah, I still know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yeah this germany's different to canada we don't we don't drive by the hookers on the way to the rink <laughs> <laughs> anyways speaking of shed guys knowing shed guys um i've had rave reviews of my chat with uncle jerry jerry coon um a lot of people um really appreciated him being so honest and open and uh that guy's a beauty eh He's a beauty. And he lost also the beer. <laughs> well, he's a Bronco. He's a Western Michigan <laughs> Bronco, you know. We start we we trained hard there back in the day. <laughs> uh but other thing I got written down that year at Hellbrown was the place we'd always go to eat was the captain's wife's restaurant. And it it was a vegan restaurant. It was the only time I ever ate vegan. And it was just to support the captain and his wife. But like you're not dabbling into that vegan stuff anymore, are you? No, I pretty much never was. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> uh, so how did you end up um, finding a home in Castle? Yeah, I mean, I had, after I played a year in Bidikheim, um, for me, there was that new rule with the under 23, and I was, like, over age. And then Rico Rossi got a new job in Castle. And so with him. he brought me to Castle. And yeah, over the years, I think I did a pretty good job. So they signed me back every year. Yeah. <laughs> I guess better than I did. <laughs> and yeah, of course, now it's year number 10 and it's a long time. I, I'm super happy. Um, You're only 32 still, eh? 
Yeah. That's still not that old. I guess that's when my body went on me. But like you said, I like food and beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, I mean, I have plans for sure. Um, I want to play as long as possible. Um, On the other side, if there is a chance um, to switch now with family and stuff, um, yeah, we will see. So what, what do you so what do you got now? You got a Frau, some Kinders? Yeah, we, <laughs> ich habe eine Tochter. I oh, got a girl okay. now. Um, baby girl and yeah, I'm not married. Yeah. How old's um, your daughter? 6 months now. Oh, what's what's her name? Leni Marie. Nice. Um, yeah, I remember having my son that year in Hellbrown and uh Yeah. That was an interesting experience when uh, I didn't really know, like, I knew German, but I didn't know, like, giving birth German. So they would, like, tell me what to say to Lisa, and I would say something, and they're like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, So I I always ask this question, where and what are you doing now? You just played your 500th game in Castle this weekend, eh? Yeah cheapers that's fun stuff so what, what i saw they gave you a jersey so they did like a big presentation before the game then yeah and uh it was like the, the 500 uh, game was in ringsburg it was a away game oh. um and the big celebration was at a home game like right. sunday game and yeah it was against krefeld uh sold old barn pretty much and yeah it was unreal well wow. I'm glad you have good memories in the castle arena because I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, so I have to say it again. Maybe you have to come over to Germany. They rebuilt the old rink. Now it's a arena. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I, I honestly, I love the castle burn. I thought the fans were as awesome as anywhere in Germany. It was where I played my first ever game in Germany. And uh, the first shift, I got a penalty for playing without a helmet because it came off and I thought I'd be tough and show the boys how tough I was, not knowing it was a rule. You had to get off the ice. Um, Then they scored on the power play. That was my first shift in Germany ever. So that didn't go well. And uh, (laughs) yeah. And then the same game, I had a breakaway and got taken down and uh, also didn't know this rule. The guy that gets tripped on the breakaway doesn't have to take the penalty shot. The coach picked someone else. He picked that Abshi, and then Abshi went in, and the goalie saved it. And I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but then that same year, we went to the finals and lost the final game in overtime. Bad memories. Bad memories. But it's fun mucking it up there. Great fans. Sweet burn. Totally right. <laughs> yeah. And fun fact, I wrote this to who I think it's a fella JMD photography. I think castle Huskies have the best hockey photographer in the world. Yeah. I was texting him yesterday. Um, asking him if I can send over his pictures to you. Yeah. And he was already into it and said, Oh yeah, you can send it. Oh, he loves my pictures. And I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one he took a Jerry standing on the blue line like looking up and the spotlights looking down on him. It's like, that's as hockey as it gets. <laughs> yeah. And um, you saw those pictures. I sent you always all your puppies together. All the puppies mucking it up. 
<laughs> um, and Walshy, I didn't bring up him yet. Um, he was just a puppy too, and I haven't had him into the shed yet. And he then went to Krimichow and became a legend, eh? He is still there, still playing. So maybe I give him a call later and invite him. He, well, I he needs to come. He sees what I'm doing. I've wrote to him before, and we said we were going to do it, and then we just haven't locked it down, you know? Now it's time. <laughs> it is time, right? Good stuff. Love seeing my puppies grow up and run amok, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um. So how is your team doing this year? Yeah, we had not that start that we yeah, pretty much planned. Uh, we struggled a little bit, but right now we are back on track. We are at a pole position. And You're yeah, the first. we are. Yeah. Really? Research team didn't check it out. Good job. <laughs> um, who are so, your players yeah. this year? You got any studs? Wow. Well, just, yeah, we, just say everybody's good so nobody gets mad at you, right? Every, everyone is good. Everybody's yeah. awesome. But Way to go, guys. <laughs> the the new puppies, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> well, and you know what I love about it is you got Walshy and Krimachow. Billy and Carlos and Freiburg, and then you and Castle, Mapes and Helbron. You guys will be teaching the puppies how to hockey, and that's what hockey needs, you know? Yeah, that's right, but it changed a little bit. We are missing a couple of Cabina Fest. Oh, dear. You loved. <laughs> You're not doing Cabina Fest and you're in first place? Yeah, we are trying to do it, but there's not that much time to do it. What do you mean? That's the most important part of playing hockey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, time has changed. <laughs> I don't think so. Hockey's still hockey in my world. And Cabina Fest win championships. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to bring that up again. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, who is your coach there these days? Bo Super. He's from the Czech Republic. Um, he was before in Frankfurt and in Tilburg. So, anyways, um, a lot of coaching changes in Germany, eh? That's right, yeah. I had Rico on, eh? I, <laughs> I thought it was funny because um, the history with him was rich. As I played him in the playoffs the first year in Germany, he says, you ever need a job, you let me know. I want you to play for me. And then in my last year, I did play for him. I thought I played probably good enough, but our team didn't. And then he asked me to kindly leave Germany. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And then I had him on, we chat about it all. And like, I get it. I know how it works. As you underperform, you get new imports. There's millions of us out there, but um, like, he's a good dude. He's a good coach. I still like would, I remembered his first team meeting speech to us. And I was like, ready to run through a wall for the guy. And he, he's the type of guy, if you're one of his guys, he takes care of you. Right. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, I'm happy that I met him in Halbron. So he brought me to Castle, and yeah, we are still in contact. It's if something is up, so we chat each other to each yeah. other, and yeah. Hey, stop banging that table down there. Hey, stop playing oh, your backer down there. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um. Oh, and by the way, I had the the Steelers signed jersey up at aleshockeytales.com, and I also I don't know if you've heard of them. But I was helped Ryan O'Reilly on the ice this summer, and I got five signed Ryan O'Reilly pucks up for raffle at aleshockeytails.com, and both those raffles end this week, folks. So get involved, right? People helping people. It's powerful. Who does? Right? Okay, <laughs> um, poster picks. So you and Uncle Jerry head bumping after a game. Was that your thing? After every win, you go up and headbutt each other? Yeah, we did this. I've seen a couple of your photos headbutting each other. 
I like that. Yeah. Happy goalies win games, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was happy that he didn't get that much shot when I blocked him for him. <laughs> <laughs> you do block shots, but you know, Marco, the only reason you have to block shots is if the puck's in your end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and another poster picture that I loved, because um, I know Rico tried really hard. He did everything he could to win in Helbron. He put together great teams a lot of years. Uh, but you did win with Rico, eh? You guys looked really happy in that photo. Yeah, it was the second year with Castle. I remember like the first year. It was late in the summer when Castle moved up, and I remember the first team picture. We were maybe twelve guys on the picture, and then in the second year we won the championship. Like everything worked out, but we were super happy. Oh, isn't winning fun? Winning is fun. Did it get did it, it get is. away from you? Because when I won after I lost in the finals, my first two years pro, and then we finally I finally won in Beatingheim. Things got totally away from me. I was embarrassing the next day. Um, totally crushed. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's people that'll never forget me at that parade. <laughs> oh gosh! So did you behave yourself? Somewhat, kinda, a little bit. Kinda, kinda. Yeah. Well, you gotta <laughs> celebrate winning. You don't get to do it every day, right? Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have a parade? Yeah, we had a parade uh, through Castle, and after it, uh, we spent our Mannschaft found, like Mannschaft Castle, mm-hmm. uh, in Barcelona. So we had oh, a pretty, So the Mannschaft Castle, folks, that's the team fund. That's if people get fined or you put money on the board, it all goes into the fund. For it's a it's a fund for fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. So you guys went to Barcelona. <laughs> that would have been something. Everybody made uh, it back safe and sound then. But uh, yeah, the trophy was flying first class, <laughs> and the boys are back in the in the plane. So we're heading far now for sure. So the whole team went to Barcelona. Pretty much, couple guys like with families. Like, yeah, oh, guys. it was a couple of guys. It was just three guys who were missing at the trip. I wouldn't want to be um, one of those three guys. You can't miss shit like that. Yeah. I was super happy that I was in that plane. <laughs> oh, man. That would be livid. Yeah, we didn't go flying anywhere after beating high, but I had as much fun as I could. <laughs> I had to get back home to get married, though, you know? <laughs> and starting working out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, next poster pick. Well, it was you and Walshie mucking it up. You had all the puppies on the poster. I'm going to love this poster with all the my legend puppies mucking it up on there. And then, actually, you said you might send a couple more photos and you're going to check out the computer for any old Waldo pictures. Did you find any? No, not yes. yet. There's so much pictures. Oh, but really? I got I nothing will... from those days. I got no but... pictures from back then. But I will send you over a couple of the pictures, and now uh, maybe I've well, I don't I don't know if you can post it, but no. it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one that I got sent. I think it was when I had Mapesy on. <clears throat> he did send me a photo of me in the locker room, just in a diaper. Yeah, I remember that. It was at a Christmas party, right? Mm-hmm. Secret Santa. I don't know why someone yeah. would give me a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you find any more fun photos, send them over. I love fun photos. And it's what's neat for me is when I stop playing hockey and I just moved back here and joined the real world. Um, I, I lost a lot of connections, a lot of friends, and I was only talking to a couple dudes. And then 
Um, there's been amazing photos been sent to me in the last couple of years. <laughs> a lot of things I didn't even remember I did, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Okay. Uh, basically, all your poster picks are JMD photography, eh? That guy is just a muckrunner. The Deutsche Meister photo, the whole team pick with the trophy. Those team photos with the trophy where everybody just looks so happy, it just warms my heart if I didn't lose to them, right? <laughs> and I wasn't in Germany, so I can be happy for you. Yeah, that was... Uh, Did you win at home then? Five... Yeah, I was at home. But it was four or five years later, right? Yeah, it's been a while, eh? You guys probably should win again. Yeah. That's uh, that sounds it, really good, but you know how hard it is. Yeah. I, I it's hard to win. It's very hard to win. Especially when you don't keep Jerry Coon. But hey, who's listening to me? <laughs> so sorry, Castle, but you should have kept him. He's good and a German, you know? <laughs> I can say what I want, it's my shed. Um and he's beauty. People win with people like that. Anyways, next poster pick is you and Mapesy with uh, Volkswagen jerseys on that castle playing together. Yeah, that was in Castle. So you guys are sponsored this... by Volkswagen? Uh, yeah, I don't really know if it's still doing that, that they sponsor us. But uh, it was in that time, yeah. And that picture is from the summer game in Frankfurt. Summer game? Yeah, it was in the soccer arena. I was wondering what uh, the background was. It looked like yeah. a nice spot. You're outdoors. So you guys played an outdoor game in the summer? In the summer, right. How does that work? How do you make ice in the summer? It worked out. Um, we won a game and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's pretty cool. You get to do that with your first cousin, eh? Yeah. We have a lot of stories and <laughs> yeah. that we can share. <laughs> Maybe not share. Yeah. Are you guys the same age? Uh, he's two years younger than me. Okay. Um, you guys did play together quite a bit for being two years younger than you, eh? Yeah, we started there like, in Jungadler. I had my last year there in the junior program, and he started up there. So we lived yeah. together in Mannheim. Too. And you guys won it all there? We, we won there uh, together in championship, yeah. The DNL championship. So that, if for folks around the world, that is the junior championship in Germany. And it's basically just like winning pro, right? You got to beat every team in Germany to win that. So, um, the, actually, when you won in Castle, who'd you beat? Uh, whew, that's Hold a good on. question, yeah. You're still playing oh. the game. Someday you'll think about all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you should know, though. Wait a second. Wait one second. Be better. <laughs> Come on. Wait one second. <laughs> you don't you know, I'm super nervous. And right now, I'm, I'm happy that my English is working out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your English was always better than the other Germans. You and Mapes, you're always high-end English. And well, Walshy. Maybe, maybe Mapesy's uh, dad is American, so he had it at home. Right, that's true. <laughs> that might help. <laughs> you were nervous to come on. I remember when I asked you a month or two ago and you said you were nervous. I don't know why you'd be nervous to talk to me. Right. I was nervous before when you sit next to me in the locker room. So, <laughs> <laughs> why would you be nervous around me? You don't know what I'm going to do or what? 
Oh, gosh. Um, anyways, well, you try and figure out who you beat. In the I forget all of them. The next poster pick is you're mucking it up with David Wrigley, who looks like he's played for Beatingheim. And then I saw the research team that you played with him somewhere too, eh? Yeah, played with him in Beatingheim. Right. Yeah, that was after my time. He was a good player. Right. He was a good player, yeah. <laughs> it was so, always fun. Same like playing against you. It was every time fun. Yeah. It's, I lo- I, when guys know how to compete on the ice and like everybody is just out there working hard and mucking it up and then like you can all be friends after. That's what I love about hockey. It's kind of like a rugby culture in uh, the UK. It's like you go out, you give her all you got, and then you can have a pint after, right? Yeah. I can't believe I haven't seen you guys since 2013. You know, you like you become like brothers for a year, and then you just never see each other again, right? Yeah, we played Beatingheim. I can tell you that now. There you go. You beat Beatingheim. Hey, that feels good. They asked me to kindly leave. <laughs> uh, I thought I actually would play my whole career at Beatingheim. I loved it there. I thought I was in, and. Uh, and then I wasn't in when I got a new coach, right? <laughs> uh, but after a year at Hellbrod, you did go back to Beatingheim, eh? Yeah. So did you play that uh, stupid system where the winger just stretched to the far blue line every time they dumped it in and you just shoot it all the way down the ice to him? Yes, we did. <laughs> I've never felt so useless in my life playing that, uh, that system. Um, when that coach came in, our practice was trap in the neutral zone. Then when they dump it in, I would go stand at the far blue line. So I'd stand at the red line doing nothing, making them dump. And then I would just move up to the far blue line. And that's, that was my job. That's what he asked me to do. And I had, I wasn't doing much. <laughs> but on the other side, he was successful with that system. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know after they asked me to kindly leave, they won it the next year. What a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we got put out first round. What a mess, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. So, growing up in Hellbron, how did you get into hockey? Um. Yeah, in the neighborhood, there, there was moving in a, a hockey player. And we were playing around like on the streets, like skater hockey. Yeah. And after a couple of weeks, he asked me to join like the Laufschule, the skating school. And yeah. Then you're and into it. Maybe, maybe and me we went to the Laufschule, like to the skating school. And yeah. And then you and would have probably <laughs> grown up playing road hockey or mini hockey or what? You guys don't yeah. have mini hockey sticks over there, do you? You should see the mini hockey sticks they got over here. They're like little one pieces that are like just like a real stick. It's incredible. Yeah, we were playing like inline hockey, skater hockey outside. Mm-hmm. Hockey sticks. <laughs> Not <laughs> mini sticks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gosh. So you play, you do skating school. Then you get into like minor hockey in Hellbron. I don't. They had minor hockey there. I remember like Luigi was running it back in the day, right? Right. And then you do go to Mannheim and under 16. So why do you leave Hellbrown? Just because Mannheim's the big, the big team. Yeah. I had the opportunity to move there and it was like kind of the best junior hockey in Germany. It's quite and... the program they got there. Eh? Yeah. It starts early now and 
yeah, I used that chance to go there. Yeah. Then we were three guys from Halbron going back and forth from Halbron to Mannheim to play there. What well, I remember and, we practiced in Mannheim a few times with Halbron that year. What was it, like half an hour, an hour? Yeah, 45 minutes yeah. with all the traffic there. Yeah, quite the barn they have though in Mannheim, eh? That's like an NHL rink. That is pretty much an NHL rink. Three rinks around there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of hockey we played there. <laughs> They're really <laughs> raising a lot of puppies there too, eh? Like you see what Dreisaitl was part of it and then that Stutzel was part of it, right? Apesy was a part of it. <laughs> Apesy, all the legends, right? Galki. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> and he was a captain in Selb, and he's becoming a legend in Selb now, right? He's on the way there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a beauty, <laughs> Richard. Um, so, anyways, after that first year in Mannheim, though, you switched to Beatingheim for two years, and you played with all my Beatingheim puppies: <laughs> <laughs> Shrimpsy, Willie Big, Krepsy, Pascal Schofs, Marcel Neumann, Victor Beck. <laughs> Yeah, all the guys were there. Yeah. Um, so why'd you switch from Mannheim to Beatingheim? Yeah, it was a full roster there in Mannheim. And okay. I was a young kid in that age. And yeah, I had a chance to play more ice time there. Yeah. So it was the ice same league. important. And, yeah. At that age. So I had the opportunity to go to Beatingheim and play in the same league. And yeah, I did that for two years. Um, here's a cutting edge question. Which would you rather play in the old Beatingheim arena or the new one? I like the old one better. Way better. Way I played better. one or two, uh, two games in, in the new Beatingheim arena with Hellbrown, right? We played the very first game ever in that arena. And yep. I thought, Oh my God, they made another arena with way too big of ice and you got to skate way too far to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like the small ice where you muck it up more. And then if you beat a guy out of the corner, you don't have to still skate so far. <laughs> yeah, maybe you get a Coke or beer or whatever over your head when you had a big hit in the corner. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old Beatingheim arena would really get rocking. Especially playing Hellbron. Those games were wild. Yeah. So old old barn. Yeah. That was really nice. Um, I'm glad you agree with me there. Um, so after your two years in Beatingheim, you must, yeah, whatever. You go back to Mannheim, and that's where you win it all with Mapesy then, eh? And you also make Team Germany under 18. That must have been a cool day, eh? Making your country's team. Yeah, that was unreal experience, especially the under 18 in Russia, Kazan. That was really nice. Yeah, I was wondering where you went. You went to Russia. In Russia, yeah. Holy moly. Um, that would have been an experience at that age, eh? So you're like 17 years old. Yeah, and playing now all the superstars from the NHL. Uh, that was So was like, yeah, like Team Russia, Team Canada's there, Team USA? USA, before. Finland, the Sweden team. And then you had to play with those guys, then you get to see their careers, eh? Yeah, that's... I played against Eric Carlson, and that was... Wow. Um, yeah he's a player um <laughs> and what's well he probably got a lot of shots in that tournament i'm just guessing and i'm not saying anything but your goalie <laughs> grubauer he's done pretty good eh? <laughs> yeah yeah probably because yeah. he got so many shots in those tournaments <laughs> with Germany, eh? <laughs> he got a lot of practice 
and he was a young kid like he had another under 18 i think he was he was born 91 okay. so so he, he was, was underage kid. for that yeah oh um so then let's see here when you are dnl champs mapesy's on that team gelky's on that team and another one of my puppies that i really enjoyed my time with Mooseburger, the moose oh the new referee <laughs> he's a ref now he's a ref yeah really he's a beauty he should be in hockey i'm glad he's reffing good for him he ref in your league uh, i met him last time in preseason he was a linesman really that's cool might have to track him down to talk. <laughs> uh, so then, anyways, you that year you make under eighteen. You play for Mannheim, the big squad in Germany, and then you join pro at like seventeen, eighteen years old with Hellbrunn, eh? Yeah, they had that uh, cooperation with Mannheim, so they. Oh, you're one much. of those, say eh? They mm-hmm. you're on the Mannheim yeah. deal, playing in Hellbrunn. I gotcha. And... That was Rico's setup. He had a good setup that way. He'd get the puppies from Mannheim and train them in Hellbron. And get the old guys like you and show them. <laughs> to show them how to hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's all that's hockey, folks. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so in Hellbron, I don't know what you I think this is the year. Max Beerbriar was on your team. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, so I've got to know him through the shed, and he be- he became a Cardiff Devils legend. And uh, fun fact, he is one of the top five listened to episodes ever. Wow! Congrats. Yes, <laughs> but um, he like had Israeli background, and um, fun fact, folks, we're number one in Israel right now. <laughs> Two whales with hockey tails <laughs> is number one in Israel right now, and that is funny. That's cool. And you know how that happened? Having Kazi from Hellbron's brother on last week, who is now the head coach of Team Israel and under 20 and under 18 head coach. Wild what these guys are doing in hockey. So proud of all you guys, you know? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I played with him. He was a part, my partner. Kazi was your partner, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Shut down pair, right? Blocked yeah. shots. <laughs> No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy that I was a big fan playing against him. I liked how he played uh, that JF Codron. The French yeah. fellow. He was good, eh? You were still uh, chatting with him? No, I haven't chatted with him Did, yet. But No? Um, he was good buddies with Rich Brunillo that I was friends with that uh, might have mixed in a pint or two with him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyways, that is, I think that's the year I hurt my knee and I don't like play all year. Not sure though. Pretty sure. You know, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. So how much ice time were you getting when you're 18 and pro? Oh, good question. Yeah. There were a couple of games. I had a lot of ice time, but if there are a lot of um, the Mannheim guys came down, then it was less. So it was an up and down on ice time. I always found it interesting how it worked in Germany, right? The puppies would uh, play. And a lot of times, a lot of the puppies would just sit in the middle of the bench and like not play at all. Yeah, it's right now with that rule, that uh, under 23 rule. So what, what the, is the rule? The, you got to have so many of them? The teams have to sign them. And if you want to have a full roster, you have 
to sign two or three. I don't really know exactly, but two or three like under 21. And after that, you have a rule that you have four players of 20, under 24 also in that roster. Which really jams a guy like you up, eh? That's now in your 30s. Like, they make all those rules. There's not much room left for guys. Yeah, you're allowed to sign, like, 15 players. There are the imports in and uh, overage guys. Right. Um, yeah, it's hard. Pro hockey is very competitive. And I find that the best people play the longest. The people that their teammates say good things about that fans say good things about them, that the fans want them back. Or those are the guys that keep carrying on. And it's you, Mapesy, Walshy, Billy, Carlos, <laughs> right? That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but on the other side, I have to say with the rule, the young kids, if they're doing their job, they get the ice time. Like for the, for that, it's the best rule for German hockey. Yeah. You got to get them in playing, right? Or else when do they ever get their chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. So you made under 22 years in a row while you're playing pro for Hellbrown. So that's pretty cool. Um, were you in the top division for that too? Like playing against the stars? Um, like the under 20, like the world championship, I didn't play. Oh, uh, I think it was a division one. Okay. And yeah, I did all the exhibition games and stuff, but then sent and it then, back home to Wow, joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. I just saw you're on the roster. Um, so then after those two years in Hellbron, I'm guessing your Mannheim deal's over and you end up in Krimichau? Yeah, I ended up in Krimichau, but I have to say I was in Hellbron. Um, it was my hometown. I needed something different. And I think you go Krimichau, spread your wings a bit, eh? Yeah, and I think Krimichau, yeah, it was a at the end, it was a hard decision to go there because it was far away from home, different culture and everything. Also, hockey was different there. The but arena's different too. Cold, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't imagine playing at Krivichow and practicing on like a January or February morning. Good gosh, that would suck. You had, you had tea on the bench. It was perfect. <laughs> oh, tea on the bench. Well, that makes sense because I remember playing a game in Krimichau and all the water bottles froze and you couldn't drink water after a shift. And I need water. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it was so cold. I remember like your stick wouldn't even flex because it was so cold. out. <laughs> Oh man! And then there's like still fans topless drinking Gluvine in the crowd, banging on drums, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for them, right? And you know what? Fun fact: small world. That year when you play in Krimichau, I had a sleepover in Krimichau. Stayed with Doug Anders for the night. Yeah, right. I played with the, I played there with Dougie. Yeah, and uh, Lisa drove up when I came on the bus, and then. We, I didn't take the bus back and stayed the night with Dougie. We had fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fun is fun. fun. Um, yeah, it's nice when you get to like spend the night with a guy that was your teammate and then he leaves and you just never see each other again, right? Good stuff. So then after Krimichau, did you get more ice time in Krimichau? Yeah, for me it was, yeah, I had at the start, I had my ice time. Then I was injured. And 
is how it is. After the injury, it went down. Yeah. It, having, getting injured in a season, it's tough to come back and be where you were, right? Like everybody else is still going every day and then you're trying to get better. And it's, it's tough, man. Being injured sucks. Yeah. Like I said, I was not at home anymore. I was pretty much alone. Mm-hmm. It was really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. So then after that year, you signed in Frankfurt in the third league. And I remember those days when Frankfurt was in the third league, they were putting together squads and paying guys. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was the best what I did in that time, because like I said, I was injured and I needed that ice time. I want to play. And for me, it was the best option. And yeah, I used it. Yeah. And then from there, that season, you come and join us in Biedingheim. Yeah, I had an opportunity to play with you for games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, if I was playing, right? <laughs> I don't yeah. even remember. <laughs> you uh, had the rink. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was the end of my time. I got a hernia, which was the weirdest thing ever. Like, I remember playing, and I, or like I could feel it starting to like stick out at my stomach, and I'm like, something's weird here, and I could like push it in, and like then it would pop back out, and what it did was it made my groin tighten up that like I couldn't skate because of the hernia, and uh, then I had to get like the mesh in my gut, <laughs> in my schweine bauch. <laughs> schweine bauch. <laughs> That's the pig belly, folks. <laughs> Um, so actually that year when we were in Biedingheim, that was when we, they played in the playdowns. I never played next had my surgery, but playing in playdowns, like Richard's been doing it himself. That seems like a strange thing. That was the only time I was ever involved in that. Um, and it's weird because for, especially for the Oslanders, the imports is like, basically the team's not going to want you back because you're in the playdowns, but they want you to play really hard to keep them in the second league, even though they don't want you back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that experience that was yeah it's that different. experience that was really hard yeah. playing play downs playing play downs it's really you, hard but then in selb the- in selb man they party when they win i saw how excited they were to stay in the league um i even had a beer in the cabina after they won with richard and bryce reddick it was pretty cool oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm really connected with my puppies again you know good stuff like always like always <laughs> <laughs> just wish i could go for kebabs with you again you know <laughs> come over we have one <laughs> um you going with the donors or the yufkas these days uh right now with the normal donor mm, yeah folks that's the one in the pita bread the yufkas and a nice warm wrap right oh my mouse watering it's lunchtime it's mid-tog right now we probably shouldn't <laughs> talk about it anymore <laughs> That one place I went with you guys in Hellbron, though, I remember going a day with the puppies, and you guys took me to a kebab shop in Hellbron, and they had really big kebabs, and they were really good. You was know? it outside from Hellbron? A little bit, yeah. It was a bit of a drive out there. Butts. Butts? Butts, Duna. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. Um the ones in town, I never really found the one that like really turned me on. You know, I would eat the ones by our apartment, but like, you know, I'd have, I, it wasn't like high end, you know, did you ever have the one beside the Beatingheim arena? They know how to Yufka and donor. No, nope. I went there to the pizza place, to the mini golf. 
Oh yeah, behind the old barn. Yeah, they had good pizza too. And then there's the Chinese spot by the arena too. That was good too. God, I do have problems with food. You're right. <laughs> so here's my last food question. Oh, maybe, what's your favorite German meal? Oh, it's a uh, Rostbraten. How I can explain that? And it's a steak Rolled in brown up, right? sauce oh. with onion with onions and spätzle. So it's a fl just a thin steak, right? With brown sauce thin on steak. it? Yeah, brown sauce and onions oh, and, and spätzle. Talk to me, Marco. Talk to <laughs> me. So you're putting that brown sauce right on the spätzle too, eh? You're not putting the cheese on the spätzle, right? No cheese. No, no. Cheese. You know, we're putting the brown sauce on, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Schnitzels and brown sauce and spätzle is right up my alley. The steak is, yeah, that's, that's nice too. Good touch. Good pick. <laughs> uh, so after your four games at Beatingheim, though, that next season was when you switched to Helbron with me. We both left Beatingheim and go to Helbron together. Yeah. Good stuff, eh? Then we spent a whole year in Helbron. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was injured. <laughs> huh? But I was injured again. <laughs> yeah, you only played 28 games, it said. What did you do that time? Try to block a shot and the guy... Uh, Try to hop over me and rip my shoulder. <laughs> oh, it was your shoulder. I remember that. Yeah. And so that's been all good since then. Because some guys yeah. that have shoulder problems, man, like I remember Schmidt and Beatingheim, his shoulder was a mess. But our friends from Ortema, they did a good job. Ortema. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time at Ortema the year I hurt my knee. A lot of time there. That's where I did all my physio where the team would practice and I'd be going to Ortima for the day. Yep. <clears throat> Anywho. Um, rehab sucks. Being hurt sucks. Trying to get better sucks. You know, it's so much fun when you get back in the lineup and you're just back to going to practice and hanging out with the boys. Right. That's right. Playing, just playing. and yeah. love the game. Yeah. Um, here's a good question that just came up. Do you have a most memorable Cabina Fest ever? Oh, that's a tough question. I know it is because there every were, one of them is so were. different and fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> every time a small part that I remember. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, we had one in Hellbrown that was pretty carried away. Um, but we don't need to talk about it all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, remember one cabina first. I remember it was like Rico Rossi did burgers for us. That was a fun one. Um, I remember <laughs> my mine and Helbron was uh, I brought in Vice first, and Rico was like, "Really, Wally? Like the guy that's a bit out of shape brings in the Vice first <laughs> <laughs> and Fleischkäse. <laughs> oh, Fleischkäse! Yeah, I mean, that's like a big thing of baloney. <laughs> Warm baloney. I think that's what it is. You know. Um, I, I, when I came over to Germany though, it's what brought back my love of playing hockey is like, I had, had a tough go there in the coast with playing too many games and being on a bus all the time. Then you get to Germany and you play one home game, one road game each Friday, Sunday, and then Tuesdays you'd have cabina fest and the whole team's eating and drinking together after hard practice. And I'm like, Whoa, hockey's hockey again. <laughs> Hockey's okay, fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, Cabina Fest is the best thing ever. You guys got to get those rolling, man. You're totally right. 
I know. I have to bring that up tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. And just, and hey, if the coach is from Czechia, buddy, just so you know, you're in Germany now. Cabina Fesser thing. (laughs) Brings teams together, right? That's for sure. <laughs> sure does. Uh, it was like when I was in Biedenheim and uh, the start of the season, we always had Monday fun day. And uh, every week it just got a little bit more carried away until they, <laughs> they canceled that on us. <laughs> yeah. Monday fun day was canceled after we went too. F- we pushed the envelope too far. <laughs> well, because Tuesday practices were like really hard. Like that Brittig would have us doing a crazy workout and then we would just get bagged at practice and uh the boys would all fight through it after a monday fun day and we'd get through it together and it built character i thought <laughs> it's totally right but probably it, now looking back on it probably would have been smarter to get through that crazy ass workout and bag skate and then have tuesday booze day <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been easier <laughs> right yeah. Okay, so that year in Heldbron, we play together, you get hurt again. And then you go back to Beatingheim. But you're always staying pretty close to home other than Krimichau, eh? Yeah, there were not that many teams who want me with two injuries. And Beatingheim had a small uh, yeah, lineup. So I signed a tryout contract. And after a couple of days, coach came up and said, yeah, we want to have you on the team for the whole season. And yeah, I was back in the hockey you're thing. you back, baby. Um, and that year you played 16 playoff games. So you guys almost won it? Yeah, second place then. Second place. Puh, puke, right? Yeah. I'd ask and you I'd ask you who you lost to, but you'll probably have no idea. Bremerhaven. Uh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> Bremerhaven. One uh, of the longest roadies. <laughs> yeah, playing Bremerhaven's a thing, eh? So folks that don't know, when you play Bremerhaven, you get on a bus at like 6 a.m. and then you bus all day, get off the bus, play hockey, and then bus all the way back and get back at like 6 a.m. again, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a full 24-hour deal to play a hockey game. And to play finals, like after the game, going back, um, have a sleepover, and then going back to Bremerhaven again, <laughs> like back to back. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be a lot of bus ride in that final series. That was yeah. <laughs> they they were in the new barn then. Yeah, it was yeah. the new barn. Uh, that old barn was pretty wild in Bremerhaven. <laughs> Also cold. <laughs> yeah. It was wild to get on a bus and go that far. And then you get off and play in that arena and you're like, holy moly. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, I don't really like the new Bremerhaven arena because they also have the place to like walk around right from the ice to the fans. And it's like, you should get the seats right up to the glass. So the fans are right up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell them. <laughs> well, I just did. If anybody's listening to me in my shed, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Not much they can do about it now, though. Once those rinks are built, they're built, right? Um. So that year in Beatingheim, though, shed guy you had on your squad, Greg Squires. He was a little. Squires, yeah. He would buzz around out there, eh? He was buzzing. Well, it was good for me. Like that practices, they were. Uh... Intense. <laughs> <laughs> well, practicing against good players makes you better, right? Yeah, and 
he didn't like it how hard it was against me. I didn't like to dangle between my legs. <laughs> yeah. It was intense, like I said. <laughs> well, you got to muck it up. That's how you get better. And Jocko was on that team, Chris St. Jocks. I played with him, and he's been to the shed. That guy, I always found it funny because he could be the fastest player in the league and he would just fly down the ice. And then all of a sudden he was out of gas. <laughs> like he couldn't like move at all. And then like he would be, he would go from being so fast to so slow in the same shift. It was hilarious. <laughs> he was for sure the best turtleneck. Hi, Jacko. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's a beauty too, though. And uh, Wrigley was on that team, and he's good. But then other guys I've had on to the shed, folks. Renee Schoff's jersey is retired. Can't wear number five in Beatingheim, right? Right. So, folks, just if we're keeping track here, can't wear 27 in Beatingheim. Justin Kelly, big sexy. Big and little sexy, if you remember back in the day, Deutsche Meisters. And uh, Dirk Robel. Number 44 in Beatingheim. I guess nobody's wearing 44 anymore in Germany these days, eh? Once you're done, Dirk's done in Beatingheim. 44 is up in the rafters everywhere. I mean, I have to correct you. Um, it's 22. I changed the numbers. <laughs> I knew that. God, I got to be better. I'm not, I'm not on it. Mine's been a little scattered lately. You're right, though. You're 44 <laughs> with me. You're 22 now. Yeah. What a mess. Sorry, man. 22 is going no on. <laughs> Even in the intro, I said 44. Well, there you go. But you did your pictures right. Well, people can still wear 44 then in Castle, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so why did you pick 22 then? It's my birthday. Oh. What was it's 44 easy. about then? The 22 was blocked, so... <laughs> Double 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that's where that was going. <laughs> um, okay, so 22 is going up in Castle, folks. Just whatever. Mark Heatley, you played with him. Yeah. He is a beauty, too. You he never know what's coming out of that guy's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he is a beauty. Uh, um, he really... I remember the Christmas market days with him. That were... Wow, that was fun. Christmas market days are fun. They really are. That Cabina Fest bring teams together, beer tents bring people together, and Christmas markets bring teams together, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what Mark Heatley was really good at was he had a great rocklet game. Um, when we would have a team get together, or everybody get together for rocklet nights, he could make some unbelievable dips. Oh, <laughs> wild. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever rock cladded with heater, but he can do it. <laughs> Seriously. Um, my favorite Mark Heatley story is in Beatingheim, would have been when you played the four games, Danny Held was still our coach, and we were playing two-touch, getting warmed up, and I come in the rink, and PJ and Danny are standing there looking out the ice. I'm like, what's up? And they're like, check out heater. And he was on the ice doing snow angels, like before the game, on the ice, like lying down. And um, I asked him. Rubber bands? <laughs> no, like I asked him, I'm like, so what What was that about here? What, what, why are you doing snow angels on the ice? And he said, oh, I warmed up too much. I was too hot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Funny guy. 
Uh, but PJ is a dandy too, eh? He's scared of the shed. Did you know that? Why? Because he thinks he's too big and famous now that he's an NHL scout. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like he's going to give away secrets or something. Like, what a mess, eh? Just a small talk. Yeah. And like, right. I went look to at Barcelona us. We are talking more him. than. F- we are, yeah. we are more talking about food. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, PJ. Like, we're not going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm not going to tell everybody when you go to Western Michigan and are scouting players and telling me which guys and blah, blah, blah. You know, just because you're an NHL scout, you can still come to the shed. Don't be scared, right? What a joke. Um, <laughs> so then after that year in Beatingheim, you guys almost win it. And I always say, almost winning stuff or winning stuff takes people places and it gets people contracts. It gets people paid. So after that year, you do go to castle. So how does that go down? Cause Rico went there. Yeah. That, that rule of the under 23 went up and the Billy Russell was full with guys like overage. So I had to look for a new job. And castle's a pretty good, sweet spot. So would they have just got back up to the second league around then? Yeah. They moved down three years ago at that time um, from the DL down to the fourth league, I think. And then they moved up um, from the Oberliga to the yeah. second league. Yeah, they uh, seems like they've got their finances in order these days, though, because I remember back then in Castle, they paid the team we lost to in the finals was making serious geld, serious money on that squad. And they had a team um but then they play one year in the dl and go tits up right and it's like yeah <laughs> that's no fun for the players that are there <laughs> so you guys have been good though hey eh? since then since then now mm-hmm. um so then that you know who else he brought with him i haven't had this guy on either yet adriano carciola he came to Ooh. castle with you he's a he beauty a, too he is a castle boy He's from Kassel. That's right, because when the team would go from Hellbrown up that direction, we would stop at the family restaurant, and the food was so oh, yeah. flipping <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, my God. And again, we're here. <laughs> uh, here for the food. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was done with food, folks, but it's lunch hour. I'm hungry, and I just remembered that restaurant. I still remember Rico watching me eat, and in front of the whole team, he was like, Wally. This isn't a wedding. We got a hockey game to play. <laughs> but seriously, they made fresh pasta. They had like the best pieces of beef in there. I remember it. I still remember the meal they gave us. Turn yeah, me right on. The, it was the ribs and tomato sauce. Ribs and tomato sauce with fresh noodles, right? Yeah. Oh, see, you remember it too. What a pre, what a pre-game meal. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I probably wasn't too fast, too schnell that night. <laughs> but what, like, so Germany, the, I mean, I got too fat, they asked me to kindly leave, that's cool, but I thought I was being embraced, like, they used to call me Kugelblitz, right? Round lightning. Yeah. And I guess hurt my knee, there's no more lightning, it's just round. It's just Kugel, <laughs> Kugelblitz, right? <laughs> what a mess. But yeah, some of those meals, man, on the way to games in Germany, like, I'd never had food like that. I'd never had like fresh homemade Italian noodles or the German food. I don't know how to control myself in those situations. <laughs> you have to try that, huh? Well, Even it's on pregame. <laughs> and then they get the fresh bread out of the oven and then they give you the oil and 
balsamic to dip it in a little <laughs> salt and pepper. It's like, sorry, going to eat a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite restaurant in Castle? Is that it's restaurant in Castle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my word. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is an Italian place. Oh, so good. Good gosh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Adriano was my line mate in Hellbron. Him and Hackert, we were a good line. We did well. And Adriano's still score. playing. Where? He's in the third league. Really? In the Oberliga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like playing with him. He was a good player. Um, and a good dude. I should have him on too. You know? There's After so that chat here, to you to. have to call a lot of guys. <laughs> I know. It's funny how talking can bring back a lot of memories and uh, makes me want to talk to everybody. Um, so that next year when you win it, 2015-16, looks like you got a player on that squad. Some guy named Jamie McQueen scored 70 points. And then in the playoffs, in he had 23 points and 12 goals. He was on fire. Yeah. Must have been. <laughs> um, I don't even. I don't know who that is, but those numbers are wild. You know. Yeah, Kuna. After that, he went to the German show and right. play, played for Berlin. Been. Came back to, to Berlin Kassel. from Castle. Yeah. Jeez, it's not easy to get into Berlin, is it? But then he came back, and that was also funny, seeing his baby growing up, and three years later coming back. And yeah. now walking around, wow, that's fun. It's, wait, you're just getting into this. You got a daughter now. It all happens very fast, man. Like you were yeah. there when my son was born. You were on the team. Um, he's he's going to be 11 here, like yeah. in a month. <laughs> that was, I guess I haven't seen you in almost 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's amazing how fast it goes, man. And uh, Time is flying. It really is. Yeah, and then seeing them grow up makes it all go by way too fast, you know? So, anywho, you won it that year. That's fun. You know who else was on that team that I'm a big fan of? I don't know why I'm such a big fan of him, because John Michel Daoust, I played against him in a bunch of places. He was a smart player, knew how to run a power play, too. I played against him in the coast. He was with Cincinnati, and he was in Norway when I played against him in the Continental Cup. He was with... Stavanger and oh. yeah, he was a player, hey? Such a nice guy. Is he? Yeah. yeah. I I I don't know why I took a shot. I think it's because he was just a short little right-handed shot, you know, skill guy. We got stick forward. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember when he played in Norway, they had this play off the face-off I'd never seen, and my gosh, it worked all the time. And I thought, huh, why haven't I thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> um so Adriano was still on that team too. So how long ago did he stop with Castle? A while? Ooh, that's a good question. I think when Rico left the team, yeah, that was that year that also Adriano left. And that's how it works, eh? Is coaches have their guys, and Adriano was definitely one of Rico's guys. And then once he leaves, I guess then that's that, eh? Yeah, I think he had one more year. I don't really remember. Yeah. But yeah. You're you've been there so long, all the years probably mixed together now. I I know what it's like. You're still in it. Once you're done and you're sitting in your shed in your backyard, you'll start <laughs> it'll all start coming back to you. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, here's a cutting edge question before I have to go back to the real world. What are your favorite barns in Germany? Arenas. Ooh. One of my favorite. Probably not Krimichau. Not Krimichau. Mm -mm, not Bremerhaven. Not the new Beatingheim Arena. Not Hellbron. Castle? I guess, I, yeah. What's the, the rebuild it? What about the new land suit one? It's all. It's also really nice. I liked it the old school way. I I don't even know if I'd like it all dolled up. I like old school, you know. I, I like like the old cofboard <laughs> rink. The old cofboard <laughs> rink that that was a barn, right? It was actually almost like a cellar. It's like you're in like a dungy old. It was a weird building, wasn't it? It was all concrete. But open the, that locker room was good <laughs> yeah yeah um so small like for a soccer team <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the cough board barn sweet i heard they got a new barn too yeah sad nice, when the old nice ones are one. gone yeah i don't know if i like new arenas you know what i'm trying to think of the other burns crayfeld i played there is or no i played in their old one i heard they have a new no, one, one. They... also a new one next to the old one <laughs> I like the old one too. Actually, um, you, you know Shrimpsy. I yeah. think it was him again. Um, I saw him get hit twice in his career, like the hardest I've ever seen someone get hit ever. I remember in the Crayfeld, we were playing a DL. We there in the DL, and we play a preseason game there. And he got the puck on the wall in our end, and the D man came down like Nicholas Cronwall, like ass first, and. <laughs> Holy moly, did Shrimpsy go to the moon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for a big boy, that guy got hit hard a couple times. <laughs> oh. Okay, next question. Actually, no, I don't know. 2016-17, so after, the year, after you win it is when Mapesy comes. That would have been cool to get reunited, eh? Yeah. And then you have one year, this... I remember when it was happening, you guys were really doing her. And that James Wisniewski that used to be in the show came over yeah, and he was he came over. He was doing it, eh? He was doing that, yeah. yeah. He was our power play playmaker. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a D man. He had forty four points in thirty three games. Yeah, he just came over to get ready for the Olympic Games. Or was it the Spangler? Or Olympic Games? The Olympic Games. He went to the Olympic Games, yeah. After oh, that. Really? Well, that's impressive. <laughs> the Castle Huskies to the Olympics. Jeepers. From the second league, Germany to the Olympics. Yeah. That's cool. Another guy I see he's doing like hockey schools around Toronto now that I also thought was a player when I played against him. That McGrath. Yeah. He's a player. Eh? He's a player. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then. COVID and all that crap happened. I remember talking to Jerry and he said the year it got shut down, he's like, our team was awesome. It was the best team yeah. he said he was ever on. And you guys never got the chance to try and win it, eh? We were rocking that year. And yeah, right before playoffs, it was done. Yeah. Like the that team was unreal. We had to <laughs> catch up again. Good food, good cabina first, Monday fun days. <laughs> What, what, if people don't listen to me about how to win championships, I tell you, that's how you do it. It's like, um, yesterday was Halloween, right? And, um, 
we had an extra practice added from five till six. So we thought boys could still have time to trick or treat. I'm like, well, if we're going to make these kids come on Halloween, let's come in our costumes and make it fun and have a team pick and like, and like have fun with it. Right. Hockey's not supposed to be serious all the time, folks. I don't give a shit what league it is. Right. Hockey is fun. (laughs) It is. Um, Sometimes like you can get coaches that try to make it unfun and then it's not fun. And then you don't play as good, right? Yeah, you're right. But on the other side, Ian, it's still fun. (laughs) You still remember. You still remember things. (laughs) Yeah, the the stories that go on in the game, right? Like, it's. uh, I don't have as much exciting stories going on in my life other than talking about old stories in my shed now. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go sit at a desk for the rest of the day. Nothing exciting is gonna happen. seriously but i i i have a great job i have a good situation and it's like i realize i can be myself there now so yesterday at 10 in the morning they're like oh let's take a a take 10 where you take a 10 minute break and everybody wear costumes (laughs) so i put on my skin tight (laughs) spider-man suit and mexican hat i went out in a skin tight suit and i tell you some of the folks were looking at me like i can't unsee this i'm like well I'm only going to be me in the real world too. (laughs) That would be a nice picture to post up. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I uh, figured I may as well be myself all the time now, you know? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So here's a question. Have you ever thought about life after hockey? Are you going to try and stay in the game? You going to try and coach you going to, what are you thinking after hockey looks like? Have you thought about it? Uh, Of course. Like after the baby, you think about it. Life I was just going to say, that's when I started thinking about it was when yeah. I was, I was holding Colby and Hellbron going, holy shit, like you're going to be here forever. <laughs> I got to take care of you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course it would be nice to stay in the hockey, but on the other side, I don't see me really as a coach, maybe for the juniors or something like that, but a men's hockey, I don't know if I see me there. Really? So I thought the same when I was playing and I mean, I was never a captain. I became an assistant captain at the end um, when I was a little more mature, (laughs) Um, but um, I never pictured myself as a coach or being the leader of a team. But once I got into it and I've had my baby steps, like I love it more than anything. I like it more than playing. I get to build a team's culture. I get to try and make hockey fun. I get to try and make everybody get hockey and how to hockey and that doesn't mean just playing games um it's about being a teammate and about like being a friend and a family and now i'm like totally hooked you know brains messed right up all i think about is how to win all these games (laughs) (laughs) i think you'd be a great coach just so you know i actually think all of you puppies would be that were great guys and great dudes and great players you know Maybe Cherry give me a call if he needs for his goaltending coaching a shooter. <laughs> You'd be blocking the shots. <laughs> blocking the shots. <laughs> Here, watch this. I'm going to block this one too. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder how many shots you've blocked in your career. It's probably quite a few. <laughs> that is a question you can ask Cherry. Maybe he hopes on another time. <laughs> what is, because Mapesy was a big shot blocker too, right? I'm just picturing you two kids just firing pucks at each other and each of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but what's your technique? Would you say, are you a down on one knee block shot guy? Are you just stand with the shin pads in front of it or you mix it up? You're not a two pad slide type of a guy. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. After that guy injured me, right. I'm not sliding, sliding anymore. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah. However you got to do guy. it, eh? I'm yeah. a one knee guy. Yeah. Yeah. D-man like the one knee. It's more of a go out just with the shin pads type of guy. <laughs> Unless yeah, it was a big game, good. then I'd get down on one knee. <laughs> well, everyone who knows you, you are a flamingo guy. <laughs> oh, come on. Maybe regular season, Marco. <laughs> Sometimes in the regular season, especially if that gauze deck was shooting, I ain't getting in the way of that shit. Do you remember how that? I don't know if that that guy can't still play, but that guy used to shoot it so goddamn hard. Like I don't, he had to have had one of the hardest slap shots in the world, and nobody knew about it because he's just in the second league in Germany. But when they would set up the power play in like Weissfoss or Bremerhof or wherever he was those times, like we all knew what was gonna come, and it was like, well, who's gonna block that? I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna be just out of the way every time. <laughs> Just shoot it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, like, and i that's when actually when I kind of realized I was losing a bit of my competitive spirit at the end of my career was when I first got to, like, Beatingheim. If a guy went to block a shot in front of me, I wanted to let him know not to do it again. And I would shoot it at him so he wouldn't do it again. And come the end of my career, I wouldn't do that to guys, you know? I don't know why. It's trying to win, right? I wasn't trying to hurt them. I was just trying to let them know, don't do that. Get away. Out of my way, right? <laughs> uh, well, you got any questions for me? What is your favorite meal right now? Not Canadian food. <laughs> um, to be honest, uh, when I came back, I uh, missed all the food that I had learned about in Germany. And um, I actually think Germany has one of the best food things going. It's because you have the German food. But then you also have Italians living there. They're making the Italian food like legit. And then you also got the fellas making the kebabs legit. And it's like, you got everything you need there. Um, if I if I could pick a meal right now, I'd be getting the uh, the Yufka from the Beatingheim place right by the rink. And I would have a time. Um, but I also love a schnitzel and spetzli. And also hammers Schweinebraten with canoodles. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, I remember that that you love the canoodles, <laughs> not the cartoffel canoodle, the other one, the one that's like British. Semel, semel, Get now with the, you get the sauce on there, yeah, a little on your chest, <laughs> and you have a schweinebo next to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah. Then I, hammer is one that was always feed me too, and I remember I went to visit him in Dresden and his teammates. I he didn't think I knew that much German and he was talking to Hammer in German and he said this guy scored like whatever 20 30 goals this year and he has a Schweinebauch and I was like I can I understand you you're saying I have a pig belly to my face <laughs> got away from me you know I got skinny though Marco did you know fun fact my last season of pro in Cardiff I got there I was only 171 pounds I was like skinny almost what happened? I, I don't know. Got all serious there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is I hurt my knee because I was too fast. 
<laughs> I was too skinny. I tried to split the D. Have you ever seen me try to split the D before? Because no, that's no. that's not my move. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and I tried, and the guy took my knee out. Game over. <laughs> you know. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Being skinny can get you hurt, folks. Just be careful. <laughs> um. Well, I don't think I have anything else, man. Other than this is exactly why I started doing this was to catch up with old friends that I'd never talked to anymore and never saw, and I missed. My friends, I missed the game. I missed being a part of it all. And then now, like when I see what you and what all those other puppies are doing, I, I'm just really proud of you guys. You know, as as silly as that sounds, it's true. <laughs> you know, Uncle Waldo, that's uh, bitter. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do really hope I get to see you in person someday again. You know. That would be fun. That would be real fun. Get Mapesy and the boys back together. We we could even pretend we're a team still and plan a cabina fest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be living. <laughs> right? That would be unreal. <laughs> uh, well, all I would say to you is keep playing and keep playing as long as you can. And uh, then when you're done, we'll put number Svite and Swansick in the rafters, Nick Fear and Fjertsik, 22 in the rafters in Castle, and this is non-negotiable Huskies, um, but yeah, keep having, and then enjoy raising your daughter, man, there's nothing like being a dad. Yeah, I'm looking forward for that. It's, uh, it's pretty neat, man, like, and then they get into all this fun stuff, and then like, people say you live through your kids. It's like, well, I actually do like everything I do fun in the world other than my shed is going to their hockey, coaching their hockey, watching them play sports. Um, it's as fun as it gets. And you will probably want to coach someday and you should. We will see. We will see. Hockey guys need to stay in hockey and you're a hockey guy. Hockey needs guys like you. Okay. Okay. I take you to Okay. Well, keep it up, sir. And it's been great catching up with you, sir. And yeah, thanks for coming on finally. Your English was fantastic. You, I hope so. It was awesome. And yeah, sorry for all the guys who who were listening (laughs) after that. Yeah, it's more food, (laughs) more food than hockey. (laughs) Um, sorry, folks. I can talk about whatever I want. And. Ich liebe Deutsch Essen. I love German food, and I'll talk about it as much as I want to. It's my shed, and I'll talk about whatever I want, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and this has been another episode of Spy Ales and Hockey Tales Mitt, Marco and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all Cause they got no rhythm And that's alright Some people they drink too much Some people don't drink enough Some people are just like me I hope y'all forgive them I'm like Scott,